0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. As I was um, preparing for today, best I could, uh, as I was reading the appointed gospel, I looked up to see what the name Nathaniel meant, and I found in the meaning of his name uh, A message. The name Nathaniel means, God has given. And as we come to this day, we must all say, God has given. I look to see my father on this, his 96th birthday, sitting there like a shepherd, praying among his lambs. I look and I see Stephen, I look and I see Obadiah, I look and I see babies everywhere, and I say, God has given. May we see what God has given. Nathaniel had prayed uh, since childhood in a secret place, hidden by a fig tree. And it must have seemed sometimes to him that no one was listening. The Messiah hadn't come. The enemy still ruled his homeland. And he must sometimes have asked himself, where is the triumph of my Orthodox faith? So he prayed and he kept praying. And this day he got up possibly with tears and said, Amen, and looked to see that no one had discovered his secret hiding place of prayer. A little later on the way to town, his friend Philip came to him and grabbed him and took him to meet some new preacher named Jesus. Jesus looked Nathaniel in the eyes and he said, I saw you under the fig tree and he whose name means God has given, knew at once that God had heard him, and it was the Son of God who stood before him in the flesh, and that God was about to give him something wonderful. And can it be that God is about to give us something wonderful beyond words? The Lord went on to promise to Nathanael that he was going to show Nathanael and the race of all men the ladder that is the intersection between heaven and earth. And of course you might wonder, where is the intersection of heaven and earth? Where is this ladder? If we turn back to Genesis and find the passage that the Lord himself is working from, We'll meet the patriarch Jacob on the road between Beersheba and Haran, and we will find out just exactly where that ladder is. Jacob came to a certain place, and he stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place, and he put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep, and he dreamed And behold, a ladder was set upon the earth, and its top reached up to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending upon it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, and your father Isaac. Your descendants shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south and in your seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go, and I will bring you back, and I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. And then Jacob awoke from his sleep and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid, and he said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. The house of God is the gate of heaven. And Paul told Timothy that the house of God is the church. The house of God is the church. In 1 Timothy we read, I write so that you may know how to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God. The place, the very place where the ladder sent down from the kingdom of heaven touches down on earth, the very spiritual compass coordinates of it, the very address of it, if you will, the place where it sets down is church. And brothers and sisters, you are sitting here in the house of God. And the gate of heaven is opened up for you, right before you. And the icon windows are opened up to show the beauty that is within. And on the breeze that comes from them, There is the very scent of heaven in this place. How is it? I was asked this morning, how is it that we have been brought to this place? How is it that we have been brought so far from where we all started? How is it that we have been brought to this place? If we truly saw how we have been brought... If we knew the story, if we saw it with the eyes of our heart, it would change the rest of our lives. Well and truly, we should remember the story of this place, this address. It ought to be shared with our children's children's children. For to my heart's eye, it is as if there was a ladder set down from heaven in this the most the least likely of all places among us the least likely of all people we were not the usual suspects yet we were a people we were a people who in our youth had heard of such a ladder And we burned in our souls to find it. Where is the church? We asked. Where is the church? In the secret places, as Nathaniel had done, we prayed. We prayed. We studied. Like pilgrims in a land of shallow wells, we thirsted. In a time of famine, we cried out for the bread from heaven. We desired peace. Green pastures. Yet many times we were at war here in the combat zone that Isla Vista is. Spiritually, morally, politically. And in that, in our zeal, perhaps sometimes we desired more that we ourselves would succeed at the faith in some sort of triumphalistic way. Perhaps we desired that more than that the faith itself and the peace of God would prevail that the faith and the peace of God would triumph. Perhaps our desire, our youthful desire, needed some tests. Yet look today what God has given. Grandparents, great-grandparents, praying with their children, praying with their children's children, We, who were orphans and childless, have been granted a heritage in community with the ancients. We have been grafted, we a wild, a wild branch, have been grafted into holy rootstock. And we sit here now, and before the side of each of our hearts, there is an open gate and a ladder that rises up. So, when we go forth in peace from this place, when we depart in peace from this place, what is it that we carry with us from this place that can never be taken away? What remains that will not depart though we leave? Surely, St. Bridget will still be on the streets, but her patron, St. Athanasius, is moving. What is the memorial of our time here? Even the pagans mark things that are eternal. The emperor, the Stoic, Marcus Aurelius said, what we have done in life echoes into eternity. And though we carefully take each icon down, disassemble the iconostas and box carefully, reverently, each holy service article. The very ground, the very ground of this soon vacant lot will have been forever sensed and holy watered by what was done here. Soon few passers-by will take notice, but we must always remember what took place here. For we, this church, We were born here. This is our birthplace. We were born here. And though at the leading of God we move elsewhere to grow, this was where we were born. If in some way we have learned to do some good for our neighbors, will we take the seedling of that virtue with us and planted in new ground. The rabbi, Brad Hirschfield, a friend, said a thing that is both Jewish and Christian when he observed, the test of a faith is not just whether it is good for the faithful, but whether it is good for the whole community. Insofar as we find that serving our neighbor is to be preferred to judging him, we shall see the triumph of orthodoxy. Let me say that again. Insofar as we find that serving our neighbor is to be preferred to judging him, we shall see the triumph of orthodoxy. We shall see it lifted up higher than could any absolute perfection of doctrine and ten thousands of prostrations that were done for self and not for others greater love we could not have than a love that sacrifices for the enemy and the stranger as well as for our own for that would be for the life of the world and for its salvation historically the Sunday of the triumph of Orthodoxy celebrates the restoration of holy icons after the dark and destructive reign of the iconoclast. Yet how great a triumph would we see in our time if we went forth from here, if we processed forth from here to treat each of our neighbors as bearers of the icon of the image of God. For each of our neighbors bear the icon of the image of God. For even those whose icon is graffitied with the dirt of sin and of despair of the world, even the least likely among them, like us, the very most unlikely, each has been blessed to bear the holy image. One Hebrew writing in Greek said, When a man walks down the street... Angels go before him, crying out, Stand in awe, for the icon of God is passing by. If we see our new neighbors in that way, the faith will triumph. For we have been blessed in our sojourn here that many strangers have been friends, that many enemies have become friends, may this go forth we must not merely work out our own salvation somehow we must call all men and women to it and in this we have had the sweet communion that sustains us that amazing grace that has brought us safe so far glory to god for all that he has given us here glory to god for all that he shall give us where he leads us. It is surpassingly wonderful to be in this place, wherever the mystery of it shall take us. Glory be to God who gives all things.